Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now that we've finally gotten 200 podcasts under our belt, and by the way, if you can believe this, we are rapidly approaching our fourth year. We started this dumpster fire of a podcast on August 9th, 2020. So in like just over a week or so, we will have been doing this thing Three full years already. But now that we're here, we're finally past 200 podcasts. If it's one thing I've learned after 200 podcasts in the past almost three years, well, I saw this quote in a column the other day, which sums it up perfectly. Could not have said it better myself. And it was in a Michael Goodwin column in the New York Post. But it's actually a quote from Lily Tomlin. And I'm sure all the millennial Gen Z kids out there, they're like, Lily who? You're lost, kids. But the Lily Tomlin quote, which he cited, and talking about this whole crackhead hunter, plea deal drama that's been happening, more DC swamp drama. But the Lily Tomlin quote, that is, no matter how cynical you get, it's impossible to keep up. Which just perfectly describes the past three years. No matter how cynical you get, it's impossible to keep up. Which you could also adapt to something like, No matter how crazy you think it is out there, it's impossible to keep up. And just when you think it can't get any crazier, any nuttier than it has been, ha, guess again. I mean here. How's this from the Daily Caller? Adult babies is the newest trend taking off in the LGBTQ community. Adult babies. Just when you thought you'd seen it all. Adult babies. Adults who like to pretend that they're babies. And apparently, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, they are a part of the tribe, are once lovable, Star Wars bar of a tribe. Which I assume they're part of the plus. The catch-all plus at the end of LGBTQ+. Like with all these 
needy heterosexual kids with personality disorders with their pretend genders, their super special pain in the ass pronouns. Part of the plus. Now, as far as I'm concerned, these people who want to play fantasy baby, pretend that they're a baby. As far as I'm concerned, you want to wear a diaper and suck on a pacifier. Go for it. None of my damn business. Like a lot of these things. Wearing a diaper. These weirdo furries that dress up and pretend they're an animal. All these other fetishists out there. To me, as long as you're not hurting kids or animals, as long as it's between consenting adults, go for it. You want to go out, get banged by half the guys in Los Angeles, and you know who you are, go for it. I don't really care. I really don't care. But, but, this incessant need to parade your fetishes out in public like this, this incessant need to overshare your fetishes with strangers, this whole, oh, look at me, look at me. I get off on wearing adult diapers. Did your parents not love you enough or something? Did you not get enough love and attention as a child? So now you're, you've developed an abnormal fixation on human waste, taking a crap in a diaper, and going on to social media to tell the entire world about it. I hate to break it to you, but you are not a mentally well human being. On all levels, the diaper fixation, the public oversharing on the diaper fixation, you are not a mentally well human being. And this lumping them in with the tribe, do we not suffer enough with our new gender identity overlords? Isn't it horrific enough that we have to deal with all these men who pretend that they're women? Have to deal with this whole subset of people on social media bragging about getting gender-affirming care? Oh, look at me, look at me. Look at my chest scars. A lot of which... Sadly enough, is just them trying to trans away that gay or having to deal with these needy heterosexual kids with personality disorders, them playing pretend gender. Oh, I'm a non binary, gender queer, two spirit asexual. And my pronouns are Zizirza. Yes, of course, princess. It's bad enough that we have to put up with this endless parade of freaks and weirdos. But now, now we also have to suffer through being associated with this creepy, mentally ill diaper crowd. Really? 
Have we not suffered enough? I guess not. From The Guardian, Kevin Spacey cleared of sexually assaulting four men. Jury at Southwark Crown Court, Jesus, that's a mouthful, finds Oscar-winning actor, 64, not guilty after four-week trial. What is he now? What is Kevin Spacey now? In court, what is he now? I think this is 2-0 for Kevin here. Of course, there was that first time when Anthony, Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. There was that trial which Anthony lost his dreams of a, I think he sued Kevin for something like $30 million. It was some obscenely large number like that. And he lost. And now this. Four men. And there were 12 charges involved here. Are you ready for this, folks? Kevin Spacey was accused of seven sexual assaults, three indecent assaults, one count of causing a person to engage in sexual activity without consent, and one count of causing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity without consent. Which I think, that's the polite way the English way of saying rape. And after four weeks, not guilty on any of it. Now, I am not saying that Kevin Spacey is an angel. This poor beleaguered angel being picked on for no reason. Not saying that at all. And I am definitely not going to deny that he is into, really into, much younger guys. He's into much younger guys, I suspect, about as much as white boy Malcolm X is into gingers. So that's telling you something. How much he's into younger guys. I mean, when I worked in film production... When I lived out in L.A., that was back in the mid to late aughts. Yes, with the crystal meth addict. Just get that out of the way. But back then, Kevin Spacey, him being an enormous chicken hawk, that was an open secret around Hollywood. And there are a bunch of them out there. Brian Singer is another one. Another big chicken hawk. Who? Well, of course, Daddy Dustin, white boy Malcolm X. We're certainly not going to forget Daddy Dustin. That's Dustin Lance Black. To you new listeners out there. That's what we call him. Daddy Dustin. At 40, speaking of chicken hawks, he married a 20-year-old. 
Princess Tom Daly. That spoiled little cat boy. That pocket queen in a Speedo. Who we have not heard from in a while. Good. Now, it's not my thing. But, you know, whatever floats your boat. If you're into younger guys, good for you. I don't really care. They're pretty to look at. I'll give you that. But they are otherwise worthless to me. For once, I take my own advice. Never get a boy to do a man's job. But this Kevin Spacey thing, I think, if memory serves me correctly, I think it was the accusation from Anthony, Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago, and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. I think it was that accusation, or it was that one and this, these four men, that got him, got Kevin, tossed off of House of Cards, basically destroyed his career overnight. Just the accusations, just being accused of sexually assaulting these men, just the accusations have ruined his career. And now, two trials later, two acquittals later, you think Netflix is going to apologize for throwing him off his own show? No. That whole Me Too thing, destroying people, destroying their careers, just off an accusation. You just had to be accused of something. Like Anthony, Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago, and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. Oh, he tried to rape me when I was 14. And that accusation was treated as if it was coming from the gospel of the Lord. Or for you hysterical white liberals out there, the gospel of Gaia, or the gospel of St. Greta of the luxury yacht. It was treated as fact. Kevin, at least. Now, I'm sure it was hell to go through. The damage has already been done But at least Kevin here, he got vindication through the courts. But I'm sure a lot of these guys, their careers destroyed because of sometimes anonymous accusations. Where do they go to get their reputations back? Or does no one care? We've all moved on. Yeah, that's probably it. From CBS News Boston, otherwise known around here as WBZ. New TikTok trend, bed rotting, could be dangerous for your health. I asked about this one the other day on Twitter. Or X. Or whatever the hell Elon Musk is calling it these days. And I was being serious when I asked it. And it was basically, 
if a social media influencer committed suicide either on Instagram or TikTok, how many of these insecure lemmings out there would follow suit? And I'm being, well, I won't say dead serious, but I'm damn serious when I ask that. Because these kids, these kids on these social media platforms, they are so desperate for social media fame that they will copycat just about anything for one teensy-weensy, tiny baby chance of being social media famous. I mean, how many of these idiotic TikTok challenges have gotten people sent to the emergency room? A few of them do not pass go, do not collect $200, right to the morgue. But they're willing to risk injury or death just to be famous for like two seconds on social media. And this thing, bed rotting, which is basically laying around in bed all day, sometimes for several days, binge watching TV, obsessing over social media, big surprise there, But this bed rotting thing, this is apparently the latest craze for these vapid young adults to copy, which I'm sure older millennials, especially the ones who spent way too much time as an adult living with mommy and daddy, or mommy and mommy, daddy and daddy, and let's not forget non-binary parent one and non-binary parent two, letting mommy and daddy or whoever do all the adulting for them. I'm sure these older millennials, and you know who you are, they're seeing this, this bed rotting thing. Now, this is now a thing on social media, and they're probably thinking, Welcome to the party, Gen Z. We were bed rotting when half of you were still in diapers. Great job there, copying us. Which'll, that'll really trigger the Gen Z kids. Accidentally copying a millennial. If it's one thing a Gen Z kid enjoys doing, it's mocking millennials on social media. The last thing they'll want to be doing is acting just like one. Cosplaying a millennial. And now that I think about it, I might be screwing something up here. White Boy Malcolm X, you, sir, no, you're not in trouble. Calm down over there. You're the official keeper of the list our band discussion list. Now I know we have Prince Harry Ginger, 
him and his vapid social climbing wife, Megan Markle. We have nutty Britney Spears. We have adults who refuse to adult. Have we added, have we already banned discussions on insecure lemming kids who are desperate for social media fame? Well, yes. I guess it could be a a subcategory of adults who refuse to adult. But that's too high maintenance. Like you, princess. It's too damn high maintenance. I don't want to start creating subcategories here. Let's just... Insecure lemming kids, desperate for social media fame. They are now officially on our band discussion list in their very own category. They are now officially banned. So let's move on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Ah, crap. Forgot about this story. White boy Malcolm X. Executive decision, sir. Hold off on that addition. Adding those insecure lemming kids. Desperate for social media fame. Don't officially add them to the list. For like... Hold on a second, sir. For like... Just give me like five minutes here. Then put them on. Capiche? Good. He finally listened for once, folks. And this is from Slate. The Great Clout Reset. Twitter is destroying people's online presences. Maybe that's a good thing. And as a random aside, before we dig into this article... Whenever a snitty news outlet like Slate here or Vox, BuzzFeed, The Atlantic, any of these pretentious news outlets run by hysterical millennial Gen Z kids, half of whom I'm willing to bet, bet damn good money. I bet you folks, half the newsroom at Slate Half of them have a pretend gender. I bet you can't swing a dead cat in the Slate newsroom without hitting someone who has said something like, something along the lines of, 
Oh, I'm a non-binary gender queer. And my pronouns are Fay Fay self. That's what kind of little douchebags I picture working over at Slate. Or any of them for that matter. They're all carbon copies of each other. But whenever any of these pretentious news outlets posit something like, like what they're doing here, maybe that's a good thing. There's no maybe about it. That's just them playing pretend. Again. To them, it is a good thing. They're just pretending to play coy with it. And how's this pull quote for you? And this article was written by Luke Winky. Winky. And you can't make this crap up, folks. In his bio, Winky here, he lists, among others, Fox and The Atlantic as two of the places he's contributed to. They're all the same. They're all the damn same. But anyway, here's his poll quote. When I first entered the journalism program at the University of Texas in 2010, I was instructed by one of the first professors I ever had to start a Twitter account. Ever since that day, I've consistently correlated success with the fluctuating number in my follower count. In fact, I would argue that every millennial who works on the internet has internalized the belief that resonance on Twitter is the only way to unlock progressively more illustrious opportunities. It somehow seems more relevant than your degree, your scoops, and even your endorsements. I think that's why Elon's reign of terror has been so bitterly ironic. Everything we've been taught about Twitter, and frankly, social media in general, has proven to be an enormous lie. It was always volatile, and regrettably, we made it the locus of our careers. No kidding, princess. No, duh. And I hate to be rude here, but how dumb do you have to be? How insecure do you have to be to make your Twitter follower count or your follower counts on Instagram or TikTok to make that the center of your universe, to make that a source of validation of your self-worth. Now, I get it. I, I, I get the sentiment. I understand it. Part of the reason I'm thankful that I grew up when I did without any of that social media nonsense around. And it's something that most kids go through at some point, myself included, wanting to be popular, to be seen as cool, one of the cool kids, or whatever, 
I gave that up decades ago. One of the perks of getting older, folks, if you're not there yet, and there are way too many exceptions to this rule, but one of the perks of getting older, if you've matured properly, is that you just, you quit caring so much about what other people think of you. Unless you're a Kardashian or some other insecure, attention-starved bubblehead like that, then you'll never let that go. But for me, I don't really care. Like on Twitter, this guy and all these millions of millennial Gen Z kids out there, they're agonizing over their Twitter follower account. Now, I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter. And I don't lose one iota of sleep over it. I don't really care. I'm on Twitter to entertain myself. That's what I use Twitter for. Entertaining myself. If people want to follow along, good. Works for me. If they don't, not my problem. I don't really care. In fact, I'll say this. I kind of like where we are now that I don't have whatever numbers considered huge on Twitter these days. 100,000, a million followers that were a, a niche podcast. That's perfect. We are flying way under the radar here, folks which is exactly where I want to be. At this point in my life, I just don't want to deal with the hassle, the aggravation of being known, well-known. That would, and I'm pretty sure white boy Malcolm X over there would agree with me. In fact, I know he'd agree with me. If something like that happened, that would just suck all the fun out of it. But if that's important to you, like this guy, if you measure your self-worth by your social media followers, you have fun with that. But I'm good right where I am. And for our last story, folks, it's from Fox News. Georgia boy, 12, faces more than 80 charges in string of alleged car thefts. Police say video taken in Griffin, a suburb of Atlanta, helped them to identify the young suspect. Griffin, Georgia. That is like, that's got to be at least 30, maybe 40 miles outside of Atlanta and it's due south of Atlanta, in the ass middle of nowhere. I don't know if that qualifies as a suburb of Atlanta, but we'll play along with that, I guess. Now, I know that I grew up in a different era. Not only am I a queen, but I'm an old queen at 53. 
going on 54. So I know that times are different. When I was 12, and that was 1981, 81 into 82, that was a very different era. In my day, 12-year-olds did not get arrested for stealing cars. I'm willing to bet that back in 1981, no 12-year-old anywhere, not in Spartanburg, South Carolina, where I grew up, certainly not down in Griffin, Georgia, most definitely not in Breckenridge, Colorado, Princess White Boy Malcolm X, probably not even in New York City. Back in 1981, was any 12-year-old sitting around thinking to themselves, hmm, I wonder if I should go out and steal a car today. Okay, maybe in New York City, but back in 1981, it was a very rare thought, if at all. These days, though, I mean, you've got the whole Kia Hyundai challenge, that thing going on over on TikTok, recording yourself and posting it online for the entire world to see, you stealing a car. It's bad enough that you steal other people's cars, but to record it and post it online That's a brand new level of dumb. Not that in today's world, not that in a lot of places, there are any consequences to doing it. But it's still, to me anyway, a brand new level of dumb. And this kid, this 12-year-old kid from Griffin, Georgia, 84 counts, of entering an auto, which I guess is just a polite way of saying stealing a car. And Popo, poor beleaguered Popo, down there in Griffin, Georgia, they're saying that even more charges are pending on a 12-year-old boy. We have raised and enabled a generation or two of completely feral children and feral adults. They're basically out-of-control animals. Some of them out-of-control animals. And they get away with it because we have, as a society, we have removed consequences for bad behavior. And I saw a story the other week how basically in Oakland, California, of course in California, these feral adults have basically taken over the streets. They do their little fast and furious race things, drive like maniacs around town, and Popo out there Can't do much of anything to stop them. They got a couple hundred of these kids out there causing mayhem, 
And when Popo shows up, they don't care. They have no fear of the police. You get these pack of feral kids going through stores, ransacking and stealing whatever they can get their hands on because they don't think there will be any consequences to that behavior. If I had thought about doing anything like that, just the thought, maybe possibly, of stealing a pack of gum from the grocery store, much less think of stealing a car, my father would have wrung my neck just for thinking it. And I'd ask where the parents were on this one. But I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet damn good money. The only thing they're pissed off about is that the kid finally got caught. That's what they're probably mad about. If I had to guess, not that he's stolen almost a hundred cars, but that they have to live with the shame of him getting caught doing it. Because that behavior does not just the vast majority of times, that behavior does not pop up in a vacuum. That didn't just manifest itself out of thin air. And after he spends a couple of years at Juvie Hall, where he'll probably pick up a few more skills than stealing cars, what's the bet he'll be back at it again? Until the next time. Damn good, if you ask me. So on that note, since I cannot top a 12-year-old getting arrested for stealing almost 100 cars, even if he's going to be charged with more, and after a brief stint in juvie, he'll probably be back at it again. Since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, Take care. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. 
Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 